0: Welcome to the Lost in Possession football podcast. Three mates, three different teams, and three very different opinions. So another big week ahead of us in football. We also learned the World Cup draw, absolutely huge. So this week's show, we're going to break it down group by group. Can England go the distance? Who's a dark horse? Who's going to surprise us? And also we look ahead to the massive UCL and Premier League fixtures this weekend. So without further ado, let's get started. World Cup, Group A, the big one, the hosts, Qatar. Let's discuss.
1: Right, so in the group is obviously Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal and Netherlands. Now, obviously, we knew Qatar were going to be Group A, Team 1. I think if you're Ecuador, Senegal and Netherlands, you're very happy to be in this.
0: Yeah, a pot one like, team.
1: <laughs> like you you want, yeah, out of the pot one teams, you're picking them. There's no there's no debate about it. Um, obviously you've got the Afcon champion, Senegal, and then you've got Netherlands, who have probably hit like a rocky sort of have been in a rocky patch in the past, like possibly four, maybe even longer years. Like it's such a group that no one's a clear favourite, I don't think. But they're all very happy with that because once you go into the other pot one teams, it was a struggle. What yeah, did I you think, make
2: of it, Ray? Yeah, I'd agree. I think, I think you'll have to give that Netherlands are going to top that group. I think Louis van Gaal is going to establish a bit of order in that team and, and Netherlands have been performing very, very well um, as of late. But yeah, I, I don't think Ecuador are there to make up the numbers. Neither are Qatar. I think they're going to give it a go. But I can't see, I can't see past Netherlands and Senegal in that group.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Jamie, you're right. It is, it is open. Netherlands will be the favourites, but you can't rule out the, the champions of Africa, Senegal, with their squad. Ecuador, I think, you know, they've, they've they've shown a little glimpse here and there in the past, so maybe they could cause an upset and sneak through. Um, sadly, for Qatar. I'd, I don't think anyone's really seen Qatar play but realistically other than them being able to deal with the heat I don't think there's any redeeming you know quality there for them um maybe fans behind them but I think for me Netherlands will just about get through top in the group and Senegal will be closely behind
1: That's interesting I'd actually probably go with Senegal over Netherlands I think Senegal Okay top, to win Netherlands seconds, yeah I do feel like Ecuador could cause just problems, but I just don't see they've got enough to beat them two teams. That would be an interesting draw. Yeah, I think that's going to be definitely a tough, tight group, potentially. But now if we move over into Group B, where Jordan's already repping it in his shirt. (laughs) England's group. Now, when you're looking at our group... I'm very happy (laughs) like you you're not you're not that worried with Iran USA and then you've got the European playoff between either uh, Ukraine Scotland and Wales um my prediction is Wales will go through I think it's probably going to be Ukraine versus Wales in the final bit and then I think Wales will get through I think Ukraine want to get there due to all the other stuff going on and then it's sort of a good representation for their country and it will help them. But that bail, bail just turns up for Wales.
0: Yeah, that goal he scored, that free kick, well, both goals he scored in the, in the last playoff, just unbelievable. It's, it's baffling that he doesn't start for Real Madrid week in, week out, but I know there's a lot of, lot of politics going on there. Well what about USA? Does anyone does anyone rate USA?
1: Yep,
0: so I found, I found okay. an
1: interesting stat about USA. They've actually got the second youngest qualified team on an age average. I think their age average is something like 23-24. Wow. Which obviously maybe not for this World Cup, but it's sort of good for them going forward because. I think USA are implementing football, not soccer, as they'd call it, quite a bit more now. And I think that's going to benefit them just due to the size of their country, the funds they can put behind it. They will start doing it. But I think they'll be happy with the group because I feel like they've got a chance to get through. But, yeah, Reese, you're saying they're your
2: dark horses. Why is that? Absolutely. I mean, when we say dark horses, I don't obviously don't believe the USA are going to win it, but I think they're going to shock a few people. I think they've got a good young, young team that's improving year on year. You know, you've got Pulisic in there, you've got Winston McKenney in there. Um, you've got, I think, I believe Zach Steffens, their goalkeeper. You know, it's a very, very solid team that has good balance to it as well. Um, I think, I think this will set them in good stead for when they host the World Cup in 2026. Um, so I think, I think this would be a good opportunity for them to show what they're capable of. And I think they will will get out of this group along with England. Um, I don't know how many times we've already said we've got an easy group and never get out of it. <laughs> but I, I, saw think, a,
0: I saw a snapshot actually just on that point. I think the World Cup, I think two, two times ago, so it's probably eight years ago or so, where it was the so-called group of death. And it was England, Italy, um, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Can't remember who the fourth was, but Costa Rica were the underdogs and actually topped the group. Obviously, we went out, so you never know. You never know.
2: Yeah, you you never know. I, I expect England to qualify from that group. I I don't know much about Iran um, as a football nation. They've improved because they got to the World Cup last time, so they can't they can't be that bad. Um, and the winner of the UEFA playoff, I think three of them teams. I don't think are particularly brilliant or have enough quality to get through to the knockouts anyway um i think the momentum is with ukraine in that case but i think from an england perspective i think obviously our eyes are on potentially scotland getting in there which i think would make this very interesting but i think england will top that group but i think usa will definitely be there do we think the heat's going to be a factor
1: though for england because there's sort of I don't know how true it is, but it's sort of like whenever it's a hotter country,
2: England do not perform well. No, I,
0: no, I personally no. do. I, I do. <laughs> I do think that's a factor.
2: It's away already. It's a load of old coppers. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's 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 a load of rubbish. Half of these players go on holiday in Dubai whenever there's an international break or anything like that. They're going to be just fine. I don't know. It's, it's not I don't know think sitting, sitting by a pool in the heat having a cocktail. is different from running ninety minutes. <laughs> These are professional athletes. I expect them to be fine. Yes, it's going to be hot, but if the games are going to be played at eight o'clock at night, it's going to be okay. They need to focus on their fitness and just, it it will be okay. A lot of these countries do not benefit from this warm weather. I don't even think Portugal gets as hot as that or Spain gets as hot as that. So, no, they yeah. don't. <laughs> so if they're going to get through it, they're going to get through it. You need quality to get through it, not weather conditions.
0: Yeah, fair, no, no, I think, fair enough. Uh, Yeah, I think no disagreements on that from my side. England, I'm confident will win the group. I think uh, I saw a joke on Twitter. It's looking the group, if Ukraine get through, it's looking a bit more of a a peace treaty rather than a football group with Iran and and USA with their history and obviously Ukraine. But I think, yeah, I'm confident in the group. England will win it. I personally think we'll see Wales join us in the group and and that'll be an epic game.
1: Moving on to then Group C. So, Pot 1 was... Argentina and then makes up the rest of the group. The group is Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Go on, Jordan, kick us off. What are your thoughts from this group?
0: I, again, I think this is a tough group. I, I don't think Argentina are as good as anyone believes. I, I know they finally won, you know, their their local trophy, their, their sort of version of the Euros, if you like, and that was a big deal. I just think. I don't want to be controversial and say Messi's past it, but I do think he's a little bit past it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bold, bold statement, I know, but but what I'm saying is I, I don't see enough, personally, I don't see enough depth in, in, in Argentina's squad. Yes, there'll be favourites in this group. Yes, they're from pot one. But I think Mexico and Poland could, I wouldn't be overwhelmingly surprised if you know Mexico or Poland were to nick a win against Argentina and, and cause them issues with qualification. Um Saudi Arabia, we don't know enough about. Um, they're not they're not awful. They're not awful. So again, I think that's this is actually a very close group, one of the closest. And I think we could see a little bit of an upset somewhere with maybe a Mexico
2: or Poland actually topping the group. Um I don't think Poland are that great. You take Lewandowski out, they haven't really got much. Mexico are a very good team, some very talented midfielders and some good players up front. I think they'll qualify along with Argentina. I don't think Messi's past it because he's being played out of position, so I disagree there. But Argentina time and time and time again, how many times do they struggle in these big tournaments? You know, And they need Messi to dig them out of it, so there'll be more pressure on him this time and I think, I think this group would be a bit more challenging for them, but they they can't they can't foul at that group stage. I'm sorry that they've been given probably the easiest group out of the lot.
1: Oh, I don't know about I don't know about easiest group out of the lot. To be honest, I think our group's easier than theirs. Mexico and Poland can be difficult on their day. I do agree that Argentina struggle. They I don't see them winning it. I don't I don't have them sort of. In my top like four or five teams being there just because they have they've got Messi, that's the thing that does dig them out. But the rest of their team, despite a lot of them being br- brilliant players just on their own, it just never seems to work. I see them topping the group, but they just won't be convincing. And then I think it's between Mexico and Poland, and I'm Probably going to just back Poland because I think Lewandowski will just just carry him through having that firepower that he does. The group of one man teams.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, think, I think you're right there. I think I think Poland can win it through Lewandowski, but I think Argentina are more likely to win it through a one nil penalty or something like that.
1: That's yeah. the same
2: thing they've been relying on in their tournaments, and I don't think this will be any exception there. Okay, then so. As we whiz on through, let's get to Group D, which I said previously, Argentina had an easy group, but I think I'm going to be standing corrected here. So Group D, we have World Cup holders France versus the winner of the AFC versus Commonwealth Playoff. I believe that's, isn't that Australia versus Australia
1: versus UEA? And then whoever wins out of that plays Peru. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. So yeah. Three teams still possible to get to that. And then we've got the Danes and of course Tunisia. So I think all of us aren't going to look past, you know, aren't going to say France are going to struggle there. I think I think they'll get that. Um, but of course they do have a history of struggling against teams they teams they should be. Is anyone gonna second a guess and say that Denmark are not gonna finish second?
1: Uh, as much as the what is it the World Cup curse they're talking about with the winners not getting through the groups the next year next time, I can't see it in this group. And Denmark are a decent side; they showed it to us in the Euros. So on their day in a one-off game, they could go and beat France. But if I'm putting my money on it, you're picking France, and then you're going to pick Denmark over them in seconds. I don't think Tunisia are probably going to be good enough. And then with the three teams left, like Peru, Australia and the UAE, I don't know enough about them, but I don't see any of them being better than Denmark. No. I see that being a one-two France-Denmark. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I think just on Australia in terms of,
0: I'm not sure Australia will qualify. They've had a lot of managerial issues and there's been a lot of actual drama with their team where, the manager in the playoffs hasn't been picking the right squad, and there's been a lot of kind of media media outcry that he's sacking. So I think I actually don't think they 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 may even make the group. I think Peru personally will, will get through. Um, again, on that point, Peru Peru could cause problems, but I just don't see them being better than Denmark or France. Um, and Tunisia, with, with all due respect, haven't got a chance in hell. Um, they weren't good enough in Afcon and they're not going to make it in the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, no no doubts for me on that group. Should we move on to, to Group E? Um, well, I, I don't want to call it the Group of Death, but two big-name teams, Spain and Germany, in the same group, mixing it with Japan, and potentially, again, a choice of two. I believe it's between Costa Rica and New Zealand. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's good. That's right.
0: Yeah? So who do we think is going to make this one? This is a tough one to call.
1: Well, when watching the draw, I was excited to see <laughs> Spain and then Pot two Germany. You're thinking this could be a massive group here. Obviously, it's. I think it's fizzled out a tiny bit with the um, playoff game of New Zealand Costa Rica. I don't think either of them teams are as good as as good, really. But Japan are a funny team here. They've been doing like phenomenally well, from what I've sort of heard, and it's hard to look past Spain and Germany. It just is, but Japan are someone who I think are going to give them both a really good game. Whether who, I don't think who, a bit who of them, are you
0: picking? Not, who are you picking to a top of the group?
1: Out of those two, probably say Germany. I uh, probably say Germany. I'm not convinced by Spain. They. To be fair, they did better than I thought they would in the Euros. But there's just, I just feel like there's something lacking in that Spain team at the moment. And I think it might be just the goal scorer. With, yeah. I think they've got Marata up front and I can't remember the other the other player they had in the Euros, and both of them just couldn't hit anything. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have my Nanning uh, up front to try and score <laughs> the goals sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, so I'd go with a Germany one, Spain two. Okay, Reese,
2: any disagreements on that? Okay, yeah, I think Germany are going to top that group. Um, I think I'll get this out of the way early. I, I've already said that Germany are my favourites to win this tournament. Um, so I think they'll top this group. I agree with Jamie. I think Spain lack a goal scorer. And there's a definite imbalance in that team. I'm not quite sure what it is, whether it's like a defensive midfielder or a creative midfielder, I don't know, but they're lacking that. And I think they're going to be the tournament that this tournament is going to be where we're going to see them disappoint. I think, I don't know, I just, I just think that they, they got the results in the Euros, but they, they just got there. And I don't think any of us saw them winning. And I think that was their, that was their big thing. I, I don't see them doing particularly well at this World Cup. Japan, I think are a very good team, very hard working team. Uh, they've got a we've got a lot of japanese players playing in europe now especially in germany and i think we've seen a lot of lot of talent from from japan and that region in particular um, of asia so i think we could i think i think this would make for a very interesting group and i think i think no disrespect to new zealand or costa rica but i think they're going to give it all their all but i think it's going to be between japan and spain for the second spot
0: yeah, I, I think we're, we're fairly similar opinion on that. So Spain, I, I still don't quite back Spain. I know the Euros, again, We, as Jamie said, the Euros, they kind of just made it somehow and, and it was kind of surprising. Um, I do think Germany, again, with their squad depth, the players they've got, I think will, will, will out, outshine Spain in that group. Again, in terms of picking dark horses, I said to you guys straight after the draw, I did fancy Japan. I think I said before the draw, Japan... Obviously saw that group and I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe they're not gonna make it. But as you both said, I don't rule them out. I think they could surprise a few people in one of those either Spain or Germany games. They've smashed it in qualifying. They seem to dominate every team they come up against. So it's hard to call a Japan upset in, in terms of going through, but definitely a team to watch in, in that group stage. And sorry, yeah. Costa Rica, it's not it's not gonna happen.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's going to, be, going to be a good group. Okay, so we go from E to F, if my alphabet is correct here. So obviously I'm aware we're conscious of time, so I wanted to just make sure that we cover these three groups and see if we can get ourselves a, a, a winner or two out of them. So I think I think group F looked pretty good as well. I think we've got Belgium in there, we've got the Canadians, we've got Morocco and we've got Croatia. Although Canada have really improved... I think many of us are not expecting to go much further, but of course, do feel free to disagree here, gentlemen. I think Belgium and Croatia have got this group wrapped up. Um, however, it depends, I suppose it depends on who finishes first, who finishes second, because I think they're both two teams that should feel very lucky to be in these groups because I don't think they're great teams. No,
1: that's a fair point. Um, I, yeah, I think Belgium have got this wrapped up, um, even with Martinez hinting he may drop Lukaku if he's still at Chelsea. <laughs> that would be that would be controversial to say the least. Uh, uh, yeah. But with the sort of other three teams, I I don't give Morocco a chance to be perfectly honest. I think Canada have improved quite a lot. And the reason why I'm still like hesitant on the Croatia Canada part is Croatia's team are quite old. And I know you were saying about the heat not making a difference. But when you've got a squad, probably one of the oldest, it is going to impact them slightly. Obviously, it will be the group stages. They'll be the most fresh. But it could be something that the heat could just tip to it. And I think Canada are probably younger. I don't know a lot about their squad, being honest. But that could be where a bit of an upset comes, where you have, what, last year's runners-up not even getting out of the group. That's possibly where I'm seeing quite a big shock to what people would expect.
0: Yeah, I, I personally, I, I do agree with the, with the old, the kind of age age factor for Gratia. I don't know enough about Morocco or Canada to say they've got a chance. But I think, as we've all agreed, Belgium, something's gone seriously wrong if they do not top this group. Um, and yeah,
2: I cannot see it happening at all. Yeah, that's interesting. Obviously, neither of you have been to Dubrovnik or Split or anywhere in Croatia. And you'll understand what the weather's like there. Um, so maybe the weather won't be affected. But Canada have a good team. Um, Jonathan David, in particular, and Alfonso Davis, I think, are going to be two players to watch in this tournament. What about Group G then? Any thoughts on Group G?
1: Well, I think, same as Group F, I think the winners are wrapped up in Brazil. While Brazil aren't the team they absolutely used to be with the phenomenal players they have they're still a very very good team and uh the, i believe they're the favorites for the tournament um i don't know if i agree with them being the favorites but they're definitely one of the teams who are around the favorites the second place though that will be i feel like that would be the most competitive second place going all three teams i think on their day can cause sort of problems. Obviously, Cameroon got there with a 124th minute goal to put them through against Algeria. Like you think they're out when you concede in the 118th minute, but that's not enough. So it shows they will go to the end and they will I think produce good games with Switzerland and Serbia. If I had to pick, I'd probably still pick Switzerland. I know it's probably the more. Just based on like odds and whatever, but I think Switzerland just have a few players that are a level above certain other t- the other teams.
0: Okay, I'm I'm gonna just just disagree on on the on the runners up for that group. So I think I totally agree on the fact that this could be the most competitive battle for for second place. Because you're right, you know, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon are pretty even. I think I know it's hard to judge without them playing each other recently, but. They are three very good, kind of mid mid-sized teams, uh, sorry mid-quality teams that really could cause any team, you know, potential upset on the day. Brazil again, I, Brazil Brazil are currently favourites for the tournament in terms of odds. I, I'm not sure I agree with that. Obviously, we can go into that a little bit more, you know, when we predict our winners. But they will win the group in my opinion, but not in a not in you know as dominant fashion as potentially people think. For me, just a note on Serbia, I think they've been on, a until their recent friendly, they've been on a, a brilliant unbeaten run. And obviously one of their biggest results, as we know, was the one that forced Ronaldo to the playoffs, that win um, against Portugal. And any team who can do that to Portugal in a big competitive match, I don't think can be written off. So I'm actually going to go Serbia for the runners-up of that group just over Switzerland.
2: Yeah, I think this one's going to be a tough one to call for second place. Um, I think Brazil are good. They've got better, but I think there's still some work to go. Um, and I think Serbia with Vladovic up front, if that's how you pronounce it, uh, Dusan Tadić in midfield, and Milikovic-Savic in midfield as well. You've got players like Kostic and Mitrovic, if you need to bring him on, and players like that. I think they might pip Switzerland second place I think these two have had quite a competitive rivalry at recent tournaments and I think that will continue but I can see Serbia nicking that okay Uh,
0: last but not least (laughs) group H Portugal Ghana Uruguay
2: and South Korea I think this one's very tough (laughs) actually really tough Um, I think I think people expect Portugal to be the favourites and for some reason Portugal always find a way they always get that one goal they always you know get that thing that just gets them over the line but I don't know I just I don't rate them personally I think they've got some talented players but they just don't seem to win games like they should and I think teams like Ghana are going to are going to be very tough to beat and I think Uruguay is always are going to be tough to beat, but I think Uruguay are going to very slightly underachieve in this tournament. And then South Korea again always improving. Um, I think Portugal and South Korea are gonna go through
1: in this. Jamie. That's quite interesting. With with the pot one seed, though, I was very surprised to see Portugal were in it. I know they're obviously it's it's done on the sort of World Cup rankings. But when you've come through the playoff to get there, I don't think you should be in pot one. So mm. I do feel like that was a bit of a joke where you had Germany who sort of, I believe they topped their group quite convincingly. They should have probably been the pot one team and Portugal should have dropped down. However, I'm not in charge of, you know, FIFA and all whatever they deal with for their rankings. Cause sometimes it's an utter joke. However, Portugal got so many good players and it's just not clicking as much as it should be if you look at that team of all sort of you've got obviously Ronaldo Fernandez Bernardo Silva cancelo Diaz you've got Pepe I know Pepe's like 40 years old now but just looking at that team you just think they should be considered one of the top teams so that's why they're in pot one but when you get through the playoffs I don't think they should really be there. With the other three teams, I'm a bit of bit of a struggle here. Where I personally think it's going to be Portugal top in it and Uruguay second. That's what South Korea lost to the uh, UAE most recent game, so that's how they've uh, UAE got into the playoffs. So yeah. I just feel like they're not going to compete with the likes of Portugal, and Uruguay, and then Ghana will give them a game. Yeah, but I just don't see much more from them.
0: Yeah, I think on the Portugal point, I I disagree slightly with Reece in the fact that they won the Euros and I, you know however long ago, and I actually think they've got a lot more depth and strength now, strength and depth now um, than they did have before. Um, so I think Portugal, yes, they went through the playoffs. I think they'll they'll, they'll walk this group easily. Um, I think they've got the squad. They've got the you know the the mix of youth and experience, nice balance. Um, for me, I think, I don't know enough about South Korea, but for me, I think the old boys of Uruguay, Suarez and Cavani up top, will will grind them through this group. Um, I think they'll be runners-up. They'll find a way to, to, to get those goals or <laughs> induce a red card from the opposition, at, at, you know, in a controversial manner. that They'll find a way. Um, so for me, Portugal top-in and Uruguay hustling their way through to second. So that... No, no. that that wraps us up up for the groups. Shall we? We've got a little bit of time. Let Let's pick our winners. We've kind of mentioned our dark horses already. Let Let's pick who we think is going to win it, and and a quick bit on why.
1: I'll start. Um, it's It's a tough one this, but and i I think I'm going against the curse. I I just see France having such a good squad. And like we've mentioned the heat and maybe that it's not a factor, but their squad depth is incredible. You could have three starting 11s and they'd all be top quality 11s. And I feel like that's going to play a big part when we come into the latter stages. There's not many many days between games. So if you replace a few players, they're not going to be that much hurt. I think Mbappe is, is the one who's going to have to pull them through if he's going to if they're going to do it, he's got to be firing all cylinders. Whereas at Euros, he really wasn't. But yeah, that's sort of my go, That's my choice.
2: Rhys, who are you backing? As mentioned earlier, I'm going for Germany. I think they've got a course squad of players there from Bayern Munich, and I think they've got leaders as well: Goretzka, Kimmich, Neuer. They can rely on someone like Rudiger if they need to. Uh, Nicholas Suley. I think they've got, I think they've massively improved after a couple of years of underachievement. Um, and I think Hansi Flick has really got that team rolling. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Germany. Okay. We all disagree. We've all got different teams. This is good. Um, I am going to be
0: the eternal optimist. I'm wearing my England shirt. I know it's coming. I'm going to predict that football is coming home, finally. <laughs> um, yes, a lot of people disagree, of course. However, the progression under Southgate. We're constantly going in the right direction. Um, You know, Euros, yes, we lost in the final, but we didn't lose a game. You've got to remember that. That was, you know, losing a coin flip on penalties is not a loss in my opinion. Obviously it's a loss, but you know what I mean? It's not a loss of a game. (laughs) So (laughs) in the record books, that would count as a draw is my point. Um, I think the the squad depth we all know about, you know, got about six world-class right backs is one example. Um, The squad depth, the progression under Southgate, even the other day with a little thing like the booing of Harry Maguire and how all the players have come out and support, it's just such a different vibe and atmosphere from the England teams we've seen in the past. You know, the golden generation of how, how that England team didn't win anything is beyond me. But you've seen some of the players come out and touch on it. It's the different, you know, the dynamic that Southgate's created in that squad. I think finally, this time we can potentially... Heat aside, we can go all the way and win it.
1: Well, you're an optimist of England. Um, <laughs> someone's got to be. Someone's got to be. Yeah, I don't see it when I can see what progression it might mean. Where we'd have to play France in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Be, I think it might be, if you go by odds, it'd be Senegal in the round of 16, then France. Then I think it'd be Belgium and then it'd be Brazil in the final. Yeah, compared to what we did in our last World Cup where we had the easy side of the draw it could be a struggle really. yeah, no, that's
0: uh, a fair point I, I, in a 50-50 game against the big sides I think we've got, you know, no one will walk us off the park or anything, we'll, we'll always compete and always be in that, we'll always be in with a chance
2: but yeah, I'm good to, good to see chances, good to see we all disagree <laughs> well that's the whole point of the motto yeah, different exactly. <laughs> for a reason okay so yeah interesting stuff about the World Cup which has dominated the agenda particularly in the last few days um, I think we go from one kind of international tournament to another one um, we've got Champions League we've got a big 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 matches coming up that will um, that will certainly have a lot of eyeballs watching particularly from you two sitting there because um, obviously my team don't qualify for these sorts of things anymore so <laughs> Tomorrow we've got, I believe, Benfica versus Liverpool, um, and I believe Wednesday's, and I believe it's tomorrow. City and in... City of Let's Go tomorrow oh, well. as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome, interesting. So, let's get the predictions in. Who's who's gonna who's gonna get the result that they need? Go on, Jay, kick cool. us off.
1: Benfica Liverpool. As much as I want Benfica to do something against Liverpool, I don't see it. I think it's going to be a 2-0 liverpool away win and then city atletico it's i was thinking of a 1-0 but i've gone with a 2-1 to city i think we're going to we're going to win at home and then the away game becomes a bit more interesting with them maybe having to actually attack
0: yes yeah, so yeah, for I think- me i i i completely agree i think liverpool it would be a walk in the park i've gone for 2-0 liverpool as well I think City will will get the job done. I also think they'll win 2-0. I don't even think he'll concede, to be honest. I think it'll be over in, in,
2: in round one. That's interesting. I think I think yeah, Liverpool will win. I think maybe a 3-1 with Benfica's highly rated Darwin Nunes getting a goal. I think he'll put himself in the shop window. City will beat Atletico, I think maybe about 2-0. But the thing is with Atletico and Simeone is They're the sort of team that they know that they could afford to lose 2-0, knowing that they're so unpredictable. Atletico can always get a result when when the chips are down. I think they've proved it against Man United. I think they've proven it against Liverpool before. They're just that sort of team. So I think they're going to go there to to make sure that they're not out of the tie. But I think City will go through. And then we move on to Wednesday. I think, again, even some more interesting games, of course, with... We've, of course, Villarreal and Bayern Munich, but we've also got the the big one. I think where I think this is much harder to call. We've got Chelsea versus Real Madrid, um, which I believe they played each other at this stage last year. And um, do correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, let's the semi-finals. Let's,
0: semi-finals last year. All right, so I'll uh, I'll jump straight in. I think Bayern will get the job done away to Villarreal. I believe 2-1 would be my prediction. Villarreal will nick a goal, but ultimately Bayern will be strong enough. Chelsea-Madrid, huge game. Coin flip, in my opinion. Our loss at the weekend's kind of made me doubt us a little bit and, and probably has rattled a bit of confidence. However, I think we will win. We're at home, obviously, on Wednesday. I think we'll nick a 2-1 win, um, which will set the game up nicely for, for the away tie.
1: Can't disagree with the Bayern sort of game. I've gone 3-0 Bayern, though. I think they're going to win comfortably. don't think Villarreal will. Gonna be able to contain them with all the sort of attacking attacking options they've got. It just seems like Bayern are going to get comfortable, win the first game, and then they've had their sort of blip in the tournament with the one-one draw to Salzburg. The Chelsea Real Madrid I've gone, I've gone, like I've gone between two-one Chelsea, two-one Madrid, two-two. I've actually settled with 1-1 and I think that would be great for the sort of return leg. I think the Chelsea game against Brentford, you do do that once a season. You just go and get beat by a team near the bottom. Last year, I think it was West Brom or that might have been the season before, something yeah. like that. You do do that and then you'll just carry on as business as normal. I think you'll go back to the sort of back five that you have with James playing the right wing back. I think that will help you. But yeah, so that's what I've got with 1-1. Yeah, very
2: interesting. I I think, I think Bayern Munich, not just in the Champions League, but domestically, when they're playing teams that they should get a result against, they haven't necessarily. And um, it's often ended up with quite catastrophic <coughs> results for them. Villarreal, no, you know, again, not there to make up the numbers and they will give Bayern a game. I wouldn't even be surprised if this ends a draw in the first leg. I wouldn't, but I'll expect Bayern Munich to at least get it over the line with the, the leaders and the quality that they've got in, in the second leg. Chelsea, Real Madrid... I don't think Chelsea will need to look too much into the result against Brentford. I think it's just a one-off. Those things happen. Their eyes are on Madrid. It's not going to determine, you know, how they play uh, on, on Wednesday. I think Real Madrid, a lot of questions being asked about them, their tactic, you know, Ancelotti's tactics in particular, when they played PSG and Barcelona in the league. But Real Madrid is Real Madrid. All they need is Benzema and he, he gets them out of trouble from from nothing in my opinion that's why I think you know, he's, he's world class I honestly can't call it I think I think Real Madrid are going to be desperate for revenge so I think I think we could be looking at a looking at a potential 1-1 here
0: Okay so tough to call finally we've got about 30 seconds left so we'll have to do it very quickly the big one the Premier League title deciding match this weekend City v Liverpool what's your score predictions go
1: Two one City.
2: Let's do it. We're gonna win the league. Reese. I know we're gonna dissect all this next week, but I just think I think Liverpool are gonna win it. I think just for their sheer excitement. I'm hoping for a 90th minute winner just to add add more. I can't deal with that, Reese. I can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Either
0: what, way, what's your score. Or... What's your score prediction then?
2: Two one Liverpool. Let's just go for it. Right.
0: I'm going to be the boring one. I reckon it's going to be <laughs> such a tight, tense game. It's going to be a nil-nil, and it's going to be on. We're going to be on the edge of our seats the whole game. But no one will score. City will get the draw, and see will ultimately win the league. So there you go. We all disagree. One's got a draw. One's got a win. One's got a Liverpool win. Uh, that wraps us up for this week. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill.